Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, an award-winning podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Hey everyone, Jen Amos here, flying solo again on Friday. Wow, I just feel like the weeks are flying by so fast and I can't believe it's Friday again. Thank goodness. And here we are in the midst of entering spring, which is pretty exciting if you ask me. Although I'm not going to be very fond of the bugs that tend to come out in springtime here in Virginia Beach. Anyway, I wanted to put this intro together because I am really excited to share this next episode with you. This is actually the replay of the presentation I did at PodFest Global back in March 2021. So literally just at the beginning of this month. So a little background on PodFest Global. I actually participated with them as a speaker back in August 2020. And they were attempting to break the Guinness World Records title for the largest attendance for a virtual podcasting conference in one week. And the record at the time was 5,000. And get this, at the end of that PodFest Global event, they were able to break the record at 5,003 attendees. So they broke the record by three attendees. And so fast forward to March 2021, beginning of this month, when we decided to attempt again, they wanted to break the record that they already achieved. I was invited again to speak at the Military Creator Con, which is a mini con within PodFest Global. And I was able to do a presentation on behalf of Holding Down the Fort, which I titled Building Connection and Community Through Content. So this was a really fun presentation that I did. I really talked about why it's important to build connection and community and how to build connection and community through content. And in this case, I gave podcasting as the example, as a form of content that I have personally used, especially since starting holding down the fort to build connection and community with all of you. So this was a really fun presentation that I did. And this is the one that you're actually about to listen to. The cool thing is if you want to watch the video version, just check out the show notes of this episode and you'll have a direct link to the YouTube video. And also in the show notes, if you want to follow along with the video, I do provide the very slides that I presented with right there in the show notes. So in the show notes of this episode, you can watch the video version of this presentation on YouTube as well as download the slides. So last but not least, we did attempt to break the record that we already broke from August 2020. And this time around, we broke it again. We actually achieved 6,080 attendees for March 2021. So we continue to hold the title for largest attendance for a virtual podcasting conference in one week. And so 
so yeah, we are part of a Guinness World Record. So congrats, y'all. <laughs> All right. With that said, I really hope that you enjoy this presentation. Once again, this is really a presentation I did talking about building connection and community through content. And I used holding down the fort as my case study. All right. Enjoy. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. Loud and clear. Awesome. I'm over here in Virginia Beach and it just so happened to start get crazy windy. So let's hope the internet gods work in our favor here. All right. Well, I guess I'll just go ahead and jump into it and share my screen. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm going to be talking about building connection and community through content. I'm really happy to be here, actually, just to hang out with all of you. Some housekeeping before we begin. I want to let you all know that every image in this PowerPoint is clickable and you can get additional information with any of the images that you see in this PowerPoint slide. Also, actually, I think I'll include it in the chat here as well, real quick, in case you guys want to get access to this right away. Actually, I'm going to do that later. So I'll I'll give you all the slides later. And also these slides will be available on my website, holding down the podcast.com in the about section. No opt-in necessary. So you are all very welcome. Today's conversation will be very simple. I'm going to talk about why it's important to build connection and community and how to build connection and community through content. And in this case, podcasting, as many of our guests or many of our speakers have done so as well. I will be using my personal story, as well as my award-winning podcast, Holding Down the Fort, as the main case study. And as I go through this presentation, I just want to encourage you all to pay extra attention to how my story and case study can benefit you personally and professionally. All right. So I want to start by letting you all know what my mission statement is. Oh, someone's excited. Thank you. I'm excited too. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Okay. I'm going to like not look at the chat right now because I'll get distracted really easily. But yeah, so here's my mission statement in case you want to know a little bit about me. I actively (laughs) seek to find common ground through conversation and storytelling to foster connection, community, and collaboration. That's a mouthful. I know. So let me break that down a little bit for you and start by letting you know why it's important for me to foster connection, community, and collaboration. Well, I mean, simply put it, I didn't have a lot of this growing up. I'm a gold star daughter. My dad had served in the 80s and 90s in the U.S. Navy, and he was about 18 years in when we unfortunately lost him. And so my life, I was 10 years old at the time. You could see uh, my family there on the bottom left. That's my mom to the left. Everyone says I'm like the spitting image of her. And that's my dad in the middle, my brother hugging him. And that's me to the right. And I know the picture's blurry, but I'm pretty sure I'm very happy to be in that photo. And that's my sister in the stroller there at the bottom. You can't see her. I think she was a newborn at that time. But my military life was cut really short. After we lost dad in 1998, our life catapulted back to civilian life into California, where I lived for 20 years. We moved from Japan, a naval base to California and everything. And so you think that I wouldn't get back into the military community. I wouldn't want to get involved after losing my dad. That is until I met my lovely husband, who's up there on the top left. We started to do a talk show together on Facebook Live and YouTube and all that good stuff. But my husband's a veteran. He is a West Point grad and his class actually graduated the year that 9-11 happened. Um, and fast forward to, um, you know, when he, when he got out of his service, still continued wanting to serve the military community through his company, U.S. Vet Wealth. And so I had to work with him. But at the same time, I had to sort of, what do you call it? Like I had to work through and unpack the issues that I had as 
the gold star daughter and being far removed from the military community for 20 years. In addition to that, I'm new to the East Coast. I'm a former Cali girl, lived in the East Coast here, Virginia Beach specifically for about three years now. And uh, it's been hard to grow roots, especially with the pandemic. And so this is all very important to me. And of course, I have to bring this up because, <laughs> but mental health is important. And I was someone who was diagnosed with mild depression a couple years ago. And I have come to find that being in community, which I'll get into later here in our presentation, actually helps with depression. So that's a little bit about me. My mission statement ended up manifesting into podcasting. When I moved out here to the East Coast, I had to reinvent myself. I was 30 and basically starting from scratch. I had a background of being a business owner and kind of have my own reputation and community back in San Diego, California. But when we moved out here, I had to start over. And so podcasting was my way to reinvent myself and to help with my business with my husband as well. It helped me reconnect and understand the needs of military families today. Um, and it also became a really good networking opportunity. I'm sure everyone that has podcast can say the same, you know, just being able to connect with really good people on a professional level. A lot of people end up becoming friends. It's just amazing overall. And the whole importance of sticking to community and having that accountability to show up for my podcast has really helped me with my mental health. Also, just other fun things in case you all are interested. Since 2019, I've published 400 episodes collectively across the podcast shows that I do host. I am a professionally paid podcaster, award-winning. You can see here to the right that my show became media professional of the year, thanks to the nonprofit, The Rosie Network, which helps military spouses become entrepreneurs. And yeah, it's been kind of fun. And yes, I am currently a reality show contestant on America's Next Top Podcaster. The season's not out yet. So feel free to click on that link there or click on the logo if you want to you know, get a heads up on when that episode or when the season is available. But overall, you know, it's not just me doing a podcast show, but it's all the conversations and storytelling that I've had the fortune to do on other people's podcast shows. I know a lot of our podcasters here have had the fortune of being guests on other people's shows. I know if you look at the bottom right, Enrique is right there. <laughs> I've had the fortune of being on his show and also a shout out to Ben Keloy. I've been on his podcast as well, but it's just been such an astounding, amazing experience to just be in community with some incredible people, thanks to the power of podcasting. And one of the fun things I want to share is that with my show, I actually met my co-host. So this is Jenny Lynn Stroop, who is an active duty military spouse of 12 years, mother to mental health advocate. We're really big on talking about mental health on our podcast show, but it's just been amazing to see what has manifested just from my original mission statement of just having that desire to find common ground through conversation and storytelling you know, to foster a community collaboration and connection and all that good stuff. So yeah, that's a little bit about that. And of course, like I said, I mean, when you download these slides, you could actually click on these images if you want to learn more about these shows that I've had the fortune of being on and also just to give them exposure as well. So why do I share all this? Well, in short, building community matters. And let me talk a little bit here about the military community specifically. So this is a stat that just came out or recently came out in the 2020 Blue Star Families Military Family Lifestyle Survey, which you can check out at bluestarfam.org. 60% of military families reported overall happiness to be worse or much worse. Just sit on that for a second. That is awful. And this is from one of my favorite books on depression called The Upward Spiral. Members of the armed services returning from Iraq and Afghanistan are five times more likely to suffer from depression than the average civilian. And let's face it, y'all, 2020 has been a challenging year for all of us. 
But building connection and community helps all of this, in my opinion. Actually, don't take it from me. Take it from this book that I've been really obsessed about lately. So in this book, Upward Spiral by Alex Korb, he says that humans are social species. We evolved to survive with each other and our brains are healthiest when we interact with and feel connected with others. And one of the most powerful ways to combat depression is a sense of belonging. And honestly, It's not even just depression, but isolation, feeling helplessness in a time right now where a lot of media is pushing divisive rhetoric and we all have to be at home. It can get really lonely and it can cause a lot of issues that a lot of us aren't willing to share sometimes, a lot of us that are ashamed to share. And so, however, having a sense of belonging can help combat a lot of these issues, in my opinion. And so even if people don't actively engage, like even if we're not physically in community, people can still feel like they experience a sense of belonging by consuming content. Just like so in this case, I've been told by listeners that what they like about listening to podcasts is that they feel like they can be a part of a conversation without having to engage in it. And so this is very similar to attending a concert without having direct contact to the bands actually performing. And let's face it, from a business standpoint, because I know a lot of you here are looking to grow your business, grow your brand and everything. It's great for market research, you know, being able to be in community with people, asking them directly, what are your needs? What do you want? And also being in community with people makes it so much easier to get your brand out there, you know, building that know, like, and trust, and also attracting enthusiastic, willing prospects or raving fans. You know, my favorite type of prospects and clients are those who just show up to me and say, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I checked out your website and I'm just so interested. Like, I want to learn more about what you do. Those are my favorite type of people that I love talking to. All right. So I dove in really heavy as to why building connection and community is important. So now let's get into the how to's because you're probably like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. Like, I know why now I want to know how to do it. So we're going to talk how you can actually build connection and community through content. But let's start with the word connection. What does that word mean? And according to Google, (laughs) a connection is a relationship in which a person, thing or idea is linked or associated with something else. So what does that mean? Well, making a connection first and foremost starts with you and asking yourself this question, what is the person, thing, or idea that you want to connect with? So I'll give you an example to help you form some ideas here. So when I moved out here to the East Coast, I wanted to find my connection with my business, military community of today, and my new home in the East Coast. My business was formally started by my husband. And so I wanted to find my connection, not just because he was my husband, right? And also the military community of today, considering being a gold star daughter who's been far removed from the military for 20 years. And then also trying to not just feel like the East Coast is a deployment to work, but to actually find a way to make my new home in the East Coast actually feel like home. Now, sometimes this is not an easy question to answer. It's not easy to ask yourself, what do I really want? So sometimes you have to start by asking yourself what you don't want. And so here's a couple of questions to consider in regards to defining your connection. What is the current disconnect? What do you need? Or what do you feel like you're currently missing? And so for me, for example, Like I said, I wanted my own connection to my business, the military community, and my new home outside of my husband's shadow. Now, it's not like he like shoved me under his shadow or anything, but you know, a little background again, when I left California to move out here, it was really for his business, his mission, and the connections he already made out here. But I wanted to find something for myself. I want to say I'm doing this because, you know, A, B, and C, not because it's just my husband. (laughs) And so that was really important to me is that I didn't want to just feel like I was doing it for him. I wanted to 
to do it for myself. And so I was able to reflect and I concluded that I actually could find my answers, my identity and source for connection through military spouses and families. I always like to joke, especially in my young twenties, that I have a lot of mom friends. I don't know what it is, but like, I just absolutely love, you know, being around moms. And in this case, it sort of translated to being around military spouses and their families. Maybe because part of it for me is that I felt like, you know, my military family life was cut too short, but this is sort of, I guess you could say this is sort of a way for me to self heal and feel like I'm giving back to them. And therefore, you know, kind of healing the inner child of myself back then when I was, you know, kind of ripped away from the military community too soon. Also, as I started to invest in military spouses and families, I discovered the disconnect between military spouses and the information for them to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. I know a lot of you service members and veterans know this and hear this from your spouses, but it's like a constant treasure hunt whenever you move to a new duty station. And so that's just a common theme that has, you know, and hasn't changed really in the decades of just military spouses feeling like they have to figure out everything and establish a new normal after every duty station. And so really take the time again to think about that. Ask yourself these questions. Let me just recap this. What is the person, thing, or idea that you want to connect with? Or what's the current disconnect? Again, these slides will be available. So feel free to come back to this to really just you know hone in on that question and reflect that for yourself. So once you're there, here's what to do next. Collaborate on content. And what do I mean by that? Well, collaborating on content can look like a lot of different things. But for me, it was bringing guests on my show to share their expertise, their resources and their knowledge. You know, a lot of these people were military spouses or advocates for military families. And it was all of us really just coming together to share, you know, what we want to share to the military families today. There's Enrique there on the bottom right again. You're just popping up everywhere, Enrique, if you're watching this. But no, this was just this was just amazing to be able to bring together so many people in our community, for our community, just sharing anything from marketing, life coaching, nonprofits, veteran related resources, things in media. Like there's just too many things here that I can list. And of course, you could check out our website to learn more about all the topics we've been able to come forth. What I like about this is that, you know, I didn't know much about the military community. So what I did was I just dove into the military community and I asked them, what do you want to hear more of? Right. And I was able to bring on incredible people like the people you see here. Now, this is just a snapshot of season three. We actually are nearing 100 episodes for season four right now. And so we have a ton of more faces that I just could not fit (laughs) in this slide. But here's a snapshot of just some of the incredible people who've been on our show. Okay, so now you're probably wondering like, okay, I want to do that too. I want to collaborate with people, but how do I do that? Well, let me throw a couple of ideas your way. The first thing is to start with your colleagues or those close to you. Actually, holding down the fort wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for my colleagues at U.S. Vet Wealth. The thing is, I work with a lot of veterans, so there's a lot of masculine energy there. And when we are working with our clients, and at the end of the day, because we work very close with the military community, what we had come to find is that, you know, the person who really makes the financial decisions of the family is the spouse. And so that is one thing that we're sort of missing in our business. And so given my background as a military child, I thought, well, let me build the relationship with military families. And so all of that wouldn't have been possible hadn't it been for, you know, brainstorming this with my colleagues. Of course, good old Google search. You could always just Google some keywords and, you know, find some people like, you know, military influencers, right? You know, just being able to like think about the connection you want to make and just Google search that. 
One thing that we did actually, when I first was trying to find guests on my show is I went on Instagram because there's actually a lot of military spouses, very active on there. And I used the hashtag military spouse. And I would direct message any spouse where I would visit their Instagram profile. And they were just very transparent about their life. They're very transparent about their story, their journey, their struggle to be a military spouse, to be patient, to wait for the service member to come home. And so those are the type of people that I originally brought out, you know, to be interviewed on my show. So if you go to season one, it's a lot of these people that I was just literally meeting for the first time that I only knew as much as what they were sharing on Instagram. Also, another cool thing too, is don't let that new connection go to waste. Once you interview someone, ask them, Hey, do you know anyone else that's as awesome as you? you know, that would like to be on my show. So, you know, take advantage of that contact. I mean, not in a bad way, of course, like really, you know, really get the most out of that relationship and asking them, Hey, if you really enjoyed this experience, you know, who else do you know, could really collaborate to this overall project of curating knowledge, education, and resources for our military spouses. Another thing is using a guest application. You can click the link here to see what my guest application looks like. But pretty much what I do is I just put everything on there that I'm looking for in a guest. And then I just go ahead and promote it everywhere. (laughs) And people just end up filling it out. It's pretty, pretty cool. And I add it on every episode of my podcast. So if people look in the show notes, they can apply if they want. And here's the cool thing. If you have an effective outreach strategy, or I would say, you know that it's working and you know it's all working and you're nurturing your relationships when you don't really have to do much outreach anymore. Today, I, let me just see the chat here. Yes, I will show the guest application in the chat here. So thank you for asking. All right. I love how everyone's interacting with me, by the way. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Yes, so if you have an effective outreach strategy, you don't really have to like do as much outreach. Like I have a waiting list of guests to be on my show. And even my co-host, Jenny Lynn, constantly asking me like, Hey, is this person good for the show? Is this person good for the show? And I was making a joke to her the other day. I was like, you just want to make my life easier, don't you? (laughs) And so it's just been really cool to see this community, you know, coming together and this collaborative effort, you know, to put the show on together. All right. So I'm going to go to the next slide here. Okay. So All in all, though, what does content really do? In this context, it's really creating content via podcasting interview. What does content really do? Well, collaborating on content, what you're really doing is you're inviting people to come together for a common cause. And when you invite people to come together for a common cause, you create community. And in case anyone doesn't know what community means, it's so funny because I think like we throw these words around like connection, collaborating community. And I literally like never looked up the word. So here you go. Thanks to good old Google. Once again, community is a feeling of fellowship with others. And as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals, that's really all you're doing. And in a time like today, when we're working virtually, it's not even about, it doesn't say a community is a physical thing. It's a feeling. People feel like they're a part of something greater than themselves. People feel like they can contribute to something greater than themselves. And that's really what you're doing when you are inviting people to collaborate on your content and part of a common cause. Okay, so I'm going to breeze through these real quick here. These are just reviews, just really the impact of our show. I've been super grateful for people to just let me know that despite how challenging it is to live the military life. People have said that I put a positive mindset on it. And so if you can't tell my attitude already, then I don't know what to say, but anyway, (laughs) but yeah. And so, you know, just being able to get this amazing five-star reviews all around on Apple podcasts. I also use Podchaser in case anyone's looking for another way to receive reviews that like if people don't use Apple podcasts, but they want another way to leave reviews, Podchaser is a really good space for that. But yeah, I've just been super grateful. Um, You all can read these reviews on your own time, but just the community and just 
people's feedback on, you know, what the show has meant to them, feeling like they belong to something, feeling like, you know, my stories and my guest stories are relatable. And um, just knowing that we are bringing on quality content and quality experts, you know, together for this military community, because I'd like to believe that there's no other better people to take care of our community than our own. Right. And so more recommendations. I'm just going to skip through all of this here. (laughs) And so in short, if there's anything you walk away with, I want you to memorize this formula connection plus collaboration equals community. It's just three C's. This is the key. This is what I've used to build connection and community through content. So in closing, and I will be looking at the chat after this. So if you have any questions, feel free to put it there. If someone's going to ask me questions for me, just let me know. But in closing, building connection and community is an important part of being human. It's not just for business. It's for your mental health. And I can't stress that enough. Mental health is so important. And I need to stress it for our military community specifically, because a lot of you are hardheaded. <laughs> and I say that with a lot of love, but it's so important. Your mental health is so important. And being in community is part of taking care of your mental health. Really define what that person, thing, or idea that you want to connect with first, and then use that connection to collaborate with other people to build content. And in this case, I gave you an example of podcast interviews, bringing people together to share their expertise and what have you and their stories. So the fun part of all of this is you don't have to be an expert. So keep in mind, like my husband and I run a financial firm. I don't know anything about finance. You know, when I started podcasting, like I knew nothing. I absolutely knew nothing about how to get started. You know, I just happened to stumble across a web hosting service that made it easy to get started, but you don't have to be an expert. You just need to have the desire and the willingness to connect with others on a common cause. And guess what? Figuring it out together is part of the fun. So don't rob people of that opportunity to do, you know, to fail forward together, right? And as I mentioned, podcasting is one of many ways to create content with others. And if you do start podcasting, just know that you can repurpose your show and invite others to collaborate on other forms of content, such as blogging, social media, newsletters, books, presentations, et cetera. And remember the three C's, connection plus collaboration equals community. I have some free resources here. This is really just another way that we continue as a company, share content to connect with all of you. And so for this, this is actually my husband's book. First three chapters are free for all of you. You're welcome. You could just visit Veteran World Secrets to download that and learn really more about the philosophies of our company and why I do this show. And also on our website, we have a ton, a ton of other free resources for you to just give yourself more examples and ways to use content to connect with your community and to connect, you know, with good people. Other than that, I just want to thank you all for being here. I'm going to open this up to questions in a second, but let me do some final housekeeping. Join me after this session in the community tab on the WOVA app uh, titled My Name and the Name of This Workshop. I'll be happy to hang out with you and continue the conversation. Also, remember to check the exhibitors of our event on the WOVA app. Learn more about our PodFest global sponsors. Obviously, this wouldn't be possible without them. And as a reminder, I will include these slides in the chat here in a second, but you could also visit my website. It is already available on there if you want to get a copy of these slides. And of course, there's my email. Feel free to email me directly if you want to chat with me. And with that said, thank you all so much for listening today. And I'm available for any questions. Hey, Jen, that was outstanding. Absolutely awesome. I love some of the things that you pointed out. I'm happy that you put the uh, information up there about the U.S. Vet Wealth that you're working on. That is so incredibly important to veterans, uh, service members, because, you know, many times we're not in it for the money. 
And mm-hmm. we want to come out when we leave the service and continue to do great things. And it takes money to really help a lot of people. So I appreciate you and, and your husband for doing uh, those things for the military community. I absolutely love the way you define the words because that's always important to me is uh, what is <laughs> what do these words mean? And, and I happen to be one to go, you know what? I don't like that definition. I'm going to change it to something that's more meaningful. There you go. <laughs> so okay. that was that was pretty good. And then the last thing I want to say, and this is in the form of a question that I think many other people might find interesting. And that is uh, I noticed and I just really was blown away by the graphics and, you know, the different ways you are presenting your information and, and, and the people who are helping you and you're collaborating and connecting with. Uh, is there a certain way that you go about doing those and, and creating those uh, presentations? Do you have someone who does that for you? Do you do it for yourself? Uh, how does that come about? So in regards to like my PowerPoint presentation or yeah, like the graphics, yeah. oh, the graphics. Yeah. So, and, and yeah. Every, so the, yeah, the graphics in the presentation. And I know you use them beyond just just uh, PowerPoint. Yeah, absolutely. I do it all. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't, y'all. Okay, y'all, you got to understand. You can't do it alone, okay? You need a team. I'm very fortunate, again, to work with my husband. I do have colleagues. I have, you know, I have an editor for my podcast. We do have a designer who created the logo. Get help. It's okay to ask for help, okay? Like, I know that everyone likes to feel like they can do it alone and, like, show, you know, show, like, get a badge of honor for your independence, but you're not going to get one because no one's going to be there to give it to you. But yes, I do get a ton of help for that, and I encourage everyone to seek that help. Of course, there are a very affordable ways to get help, you know, Upwork, Fiverr, you know, there's a lot of ways to do it or bartering. You know, you can collaborate with people say, Hey, let's cross promote. Like, you know, if you do my logo, I'll promote your brand. Right. What I'm really trying to say is don't do it alone. Get that help. Collaboration is so important. I mean, if there's anything you walk away with, it's collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. Oh, absolutely. And I tell people that all the time, you know, focus on what you do to make money and then pay other people to do the things that you don't do. So we have another question in here and it's, do you have a favorite social media platform to sustain the community that you're building? You know, first and foremost, my favorite thing is a newsletter because social media is ever changing. <laughs> so I encourage all of you to, you know, let people know if they want to dive deeper and collaborate with you and, and yeah, grow deeper relationships to do a newsletter that comes first and foremost. If I have a favorite platform for me, it's lately been LinkedIn only because as the seasons have developed, I tend to talk with more professionals. And so I tend to be more on that platform and promoting the podcast. The second one is Instagram, mainly because a lot of military spouses are on there. A lot of them are pretty open and transparent about sharing their life. As I mentioned during my presentation, um, I found a lot of my guests just by searching hashtags on Instagram. So those are the two places I would you know recommend if you're looking for professionals, LinkedIn is one. If you're looking for or, you know, people who are big storytellers, you know, and love visuals, Instagram would be the second platform of choice. Yeah, that's outstanding. You know, you do have to find where your community lives. Mine lives on LinkedIn. I'm just really starting to learn a little bit more about uh, Instagram. And that's just because of Clubhouse, which we have somebody coming on here later on who's going to jump into and talk a little bit about Clubhouse. So I'm not going to talk about that now. <laughs> but that's awesome. You put a great information up there on in terms of how we can connect with you and, and continue to engage with you and just really happy and pleased that you were able to share some time with us on the show today. And thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone. All right. I'll see you All soon. Right. <laughs> We hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Mm -hmm.